the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black. What a year. What a year. Every year we sit down with Will Durst at the end of the year until we don't. He comes in and he promotes. <laughs> Which could be any moment it now. It could be any moment. Ned <laughs> Lee could die. Oh, so man. Can, so can Jesus. you. Yes. I was going to go on TV on Tuesday, but Ed Lee ruined it for me. Because Cron oh, decided, like, that's a bigger story than me. I'm like, ding dong, the mayor's dead. I'm like, a little too soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, London Breed, though. She, I mean, she's not any more progressive than he was. I know nothing about San Francisco politics yeah. at this point in time. Aaron Peskin, I mean, he's a little left of Fidel. You know, he's the guy. Left yeah. of Fidel. Yeah, left of Fidel. Do we have any Castro sounders? <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you on that one, Mike. When he, when he tried out for the Washington Senators. Um, Facebook. Oh, there's Fidel. <laughs> Chiming in. A turkey? That's a dolphin. Oh, oh is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> That's a hyena. That's a Scooby-Doo. Oh, right. so That's not Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo. So, um, Facebook, search Big Fat Year in Kiss Off. Will Durst here. <laughs> I know, such a nice transition, huh? Will does uh, 12 cities, uh, 13 shows over 12 cities at the end of the year. At the end of the year, we all need to laugh because we've been hanging out with family from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Um, this year, I didn't even do Thanksgiving with the family. Like, uh, my family decided, like, no, it's too much. It's too much stress. <laughs> it's too much stress. Seriously. So yeah, and I, I think Christmas is going to look kind of like that too. Did you and Linda do a, a turkey? <laughs> Linda's the mother-in-law. Oh, the mother-in-law. And your wife's name? Uh, Shelly. Ah, uh, Shelly. Did uh, you and Shelly do a turkey? Uh, did we do it? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did for the first time ever, and she's pushing fifty. First time ever. And she cooked. Oh, that must have been exciting. Yeah, and my kids got to uh, p- uh, pull the guts out of the turkey and stuff like that. No, so. but I mean, she did all the research and brining yeah. and, yeah. you know, the right turkey and stuff. That, that that's was, fun to do. It was perfectly fine. And I told yeah, her, yeah. we could have gone to the Four Seasons and had better, <laughs> which is not the right thing to say after <laughs> someone just spends eight hours in the kitchen. <laughs> She says, here's the divorce mediator's name. <laughs> um, so, Will Durst, you're going to be with Johnny Steele, Debbie Durst, your wife, Michael Bossier, uh, Mari Magaloni, uh, Arthur Gauss. You're going to do 13 shows in 12 cities to kind of get our minds off things. Uh, talk about your year in Big Fat Kiss Off. It's it, it's exciting because we never get to work with each other because we're all doing our own little things. So for this, we get together. We're rehearsing on Saturday. We've written the skits and we're passing them around, and everybody's trying to improve them. And then we have to figure out the order, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's it's communal. Uh, it's fraternal. We have a we have fun backstage. We have a, a big setup. Uh, we bring our own coffee and cheese and sausage and all the cookies that everybody got for for the holidays. And and we it's we ju- we just talk. It, it's 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 a company picnic, and we tell jokes, and that's that's what it is. 
And it's a good way to end the year. Much better than the Al Franken groping holiday party. <laughs> Fair? Not a lot of mistletoe this year at office holiday parties. Right? Unless it was, you know, accompanied by a wire basket full of release forms. Do you know, like, the number one insurance right now is sexual assault? Really? Like for corporations. Corporations are now buying sexual assault uh, Ooh, nice. insurance. Thank you. Uh, are you, have you, did you have a party here? Did you, did you go to any of the parties? I don't, I don't go to, it's, it's actually, yeah, yeah. it's actually yeah. today and I don't go. Yeah. So it's in Fremont. Uh, but, uh, when you meet a woman, you're not a hugger, right? No, I'm not a hugger. You're not a hugger. I don't like touching people. So, yeah. Best day of my life was gas stations and in, introduce pay at the pump. Like, I don't <laughs> like people. I hate people. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> no, I was, like, yeah. Why go in line? I, I, no, I like them one on one, but when they start congregating in groups of more than two, that's when I. As a stand up comic, you must dislike after the show where people come up and stare at you and like they're three feet from your face and they want to touch you. My little uh, one man show that I do, it's called Durst Case Scenario. It's kind of an anti Trump screed. You know, I thought that this year would be bad for political comedy because usually the year after. The quadrennial, the presidential election, nobody wants to hear about politics. So, But this year has been very good. So at the end, I hand out these little safety pins. And uh, this started in the United Kingdom after Brexit, where refugees and immigrants felt vulnerable, you know, out in public, you know, because they were getting hassled. Like it happens over here, only concentrated as Great Britain is. So people start wearing safety pins to let uh, anybody who felt vulnerable know that they were a safe harbor and they were being hassled. So I hand out safety pins. And I'm such a progressive tool. I have, I have a safety pin, a paper clip, and a staple. Uh, but uh, So I hand out safety pins to everybody as they leave the show. And they like that. They like that personal touch. It's, it's, and I don't have to shake their hands because I take a safety right. pin and I put it in every palm. So that's it's almost like, you know, a priest at the end, you know, giving out a, a little benediction. And uh, the people really enjoy that interaction, even though it's brief, even though it's a second. Here's here's a medium sized safety pin. If you want a big one or a little one, you can exchange them right here. And it's it, there's something about it that uh, it's it's why people want autographs. They don't want an autograph. They never see that autograph again. They they put it in a drawer and that, there it lives. But they want that personal contact because they want to know why that person that they saw on stage and paid money to see on stage why they're different and yet the same. And they just they just want to see. They just want to touch. So it's no big deal. So you have a list that people can go find online at willdurst.com. They can find all your shows, including a December 19th show that we haven't talked about, with the Durst case scenario, which is going to be in San Francisco. But the big fat year-end kiss-off comedy shows, it's 12 cities, 13 shows. It literally bounces all around the Bay Area. Um, more information at willdurst.com or hit Facebook and search for uh, Big Fat Comedy. Or and just Big Fat. <laughs> no, don't do Big Fat. That's going to get you in trouble. Sexy women. Do you get Rob? <laughs> <laughs> What about you? That's Tony Mendez. What was your most memorable moment of the year? Let me think about that one. All right. I want to talk about your list. Number six on your list is Anthony Scaramucci. Wasn't he great? Ten wonderful days of greatness. It was. It It was was. bliss. Yeah. You only lasted ten days. And it seems... And and now, it's not just 
ancient humor. You know, I mean, it's 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 medieval. It's got a breastplate on it. I mean, he was there for 10 days. He had that disastrous interview with a New York magazine where he said horrible things about Steve Bannon. Not that horrible things about Steve Bannon shouldn't be said. Uh, but uh, Scaramucci was he was a train wreck. It was it was so exciting. The mooch is out. Let's go live to Rince Prince <laughs> and Sean Spicer for a reaction. <laughs> oh, they're out too. Yeah, they, they, um, uh, Scaramucci came in to tick off Sean Spicer because there was a feud there going on. How do you say his name? Is it Rince Prebus? Reince. Reince. Reince Prebus. I don't even take the time to get yeah, to from stuff. Wisconsin. Yeah. Easy come, That's easy. why I know. Let he who hasn't started a new job divorce, cussed out his co-workers on TV and gotten fired in today's throw the first stone. Mm, that one dropped. That one bombed. So let he who hasn't started a new job divorce, cussed out his co-workers on TV and gotten fired in 10 days throw the first stone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Let he who hasn't. In 10 days, he started a job. He got divorced. He cussed out his co-workers. And he got fired all in 10 days. He got divorced? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, he, he hooked up with a Fox News uh, babe. <laughs> As they all are. <laughs> Except okay. for Kellyanne Conway. I can't even. Kellyanne Conway. President Kellyanne Conway? Yeah. Is that what you mean to say? The skinny, mean, blonde lady who looks like she was assembled out of defective Ikea parts. Find Will at WillDurst.com. It's WillDurst.com. Big, fat, year-end kiss-off comedy shows coming to your city <laughs> want the podcast with music find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to rob black's twitter his handle is at rob black show listen to rob black and your money weekday mornings 7 to 9 on am 1220 kdow i'm rob black that's mike matthews on the board we got will durst sitting in end of the year promoting the hell out of his uh Big fat year end of Kiss Off comedy shows, 12 cities, 13 shows. Just to give you an idea of how hard this man works, hardest man working in comedy in the Bay Area, December 26th at Hot Monk Tavern, Novato, uh, December 27th in Pleasanton, December 28th in Alameda. That'll be a fun show. Maybe uh, I'll meet up with Tony and go try to get some freebies um, and some swag. December 29th in Vallejo, also known as Vallejo. Walnut Creek, December 30th. What a milk toast town would Walnut Creek is, but still love it. San Jose, December 31st, January 1st, Mill Valley, January 3rd, Martinez, January 4th, Sonoma, California, January 5th, you're in Half Moon Bay, literally everywhere, January 6th in Healdsburg. That's a great little city. I've, oh, I've often the Raven about. Theater, one of the most beautiful theaters in Northern California. And I think there's so much upside in Healdsburg because there's an airport close by. It's cute. It's accessible. It's not the four hour drive to Tahoe, right. but it's a massive break. Um, it didn't burn down, which is kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. And they got <clears throat> they got that cute little uh, square there with all those great restaurants on it. Yeah. So you do might be a little frou-frou. A little frou-frou? A little frou-frou. A little bad. But that's yeah. not a, is that it's bad? Like, it's like St. Helena and Calistoga. You know, Calistoga is like a real town. You know, you show up. At that, I used to do a joke up there. And I say, yes, in uh, in Calistoga, you just show up. In St. Helena, you arrive. <laughs> Cute. That's about right. Yeah. So at the end of the year, you put together a list, and they can people can go find this. Sign up for your email list as well at willdurst.com. It's willdurst.com. They can find out about all the shows. But you put together a top 10 comedic news stories of the year. 
we've gone through, obviously, Sean Spicer was was fun for us, uh, no doubt about it. You had the Secretary of State Rex Tillerson calling the president a, a moron. Um, and elsewhere on the list, you had North Korea and the story that that was. But now, number five on the list, the Russian probes. Attorney General Jefferson. Oh, wait, wait. The one joke that I missed from the last one <clears throat> on Scaramucci. Between being canned this week, his wife filing for divorce last week. Scaramucci is one dead dog away from being a country music song. <laughs> I spent three hours That's yesterday funny. trying to match wits with That's you. That's funny. One dead dog away from a country western song. <laughs> Lost his job, got divorced, yeah. And his truck broke down. He forgot his truck broke down. Yeah. His truck broke down? No, no, I just made that up. Russian probes, number five on the list. I'd even know. Jeff Sessions, obviously, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live had a year, didn't they? You, oh, my God. You had a yeah. year. Saturday yeah. Night Live had a year. She's great as uh, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the third. Thank you. That's great. Now, Kate, that's Kate McKinnon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get that tiny little head thing going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why did he make the list on the Russian probes? Well, just because he actually said during a congressional investigation, one of the committees, he said that his his answers were different, but they hadn't changed. It's just that he remembered more now that there was evidence. And that's that's not a joke. That's what he said during his testimony. He is his he remembered more now that there was evidence. He actually said the phrase and this is. The slickest thing I've ever heard, because I have to figure out how to use this in life. I recuse myself from this investigation, but I will not recuse myself from these nachos. He loves nachos. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Rob Black is funny. See, you could have been a comic. You would have been you would have been the guy standing there, not laughing at your own stuff, just spewing this stuff out. You know, and this is this is just I'm sharing with myself, with the audience, because I think I should do that on occasion, because it's only fair if I'm going to sit there and say, you're never going to retire. You haven't saved enough money. You're going to live in a trailer park. <laughs> I had a crush on Dave Letterman. Like, I used to remember, not like a, a man crush. Like, I used to have to stay up every night in high school to watch his show. He was that goddamn funny to me. Like, it was something that I had to do. Like, it, it, and the, I think I stole some of his sense of humor. Very dry, very stoic, very stand back and laugh at yourself kind of thing. Um, but I miss he, him. He changed comedy. How so? I mean, up until him, there was Johnny Carson and Merv Griffin and all those talk show hosts who were who were kind of goofy. And, right. and he made it. He made it. Yeah. He he added vermouth, dry vermouth to the whole thing. And he stood apart. And he always had that ironic distance. He signed a deal to host a show on Netflix in 2018. He's going to do 10 interviews. And he's going to get something like $50 million for doing 10 interviews. <laughs> I want a show on Netflix. Which is more than he ever made as host of NBC. So Jeff Beauregard Sessions. Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the third, Which should be. It means that two other people were named Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. And that's that's a class D felony in itself. I'm with you on that one. Um, with that being said, he is the DC Hobbit, literally Southern, small, and loony. Um, <laughs> we're going to miss this administration. At some point in time, we're going to miss this administration. Some people will say not too not soon enough. But we're going to miss it. It's been it's it's loony. It's it's been what a feast for you this year. The problem is nobody has uh, any time. We don't have the attention span to be able to 
focus on one thing. And that's why he keeps throwing out bright, shiny objects. You know, he knows that the American people have the attention span of high speed lint. So he's a showboat. He's a grandstander. Right. He said that about somebody else. Donald Trump called James Comey a showboat. You can't make stuff up like. Oh, sorry. It's Will Durst. <laughs> wow, that's got, a, that's got a nice resonance. That, <laughs> uh, let's get a number four on your big list. Big comedic moments of the year. Donald Trump Jr. As you put it, the Fredo of the Trump crime family going to make us all an offer we can't understand. Huh? What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he was. Uh, he really is a chip off the old block. He really is, isn't he? Do you remember him taking? He made a joke at Halloween this year. Like it's 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 interesting. Like his father can tweet, and people are like, "Ooh," and they kind of get it. But he tweets, and he takes a picture of his daughter on Halloween, and he basically is taking her candy away, and he's going to give it to neighbors or homeless people, and say, "Here's socialism." And he's trying to make this like great joke on why socialism isn't funny. And it's like, your kid just begged strangers for candy, dude. You don't, you don't get it. Like, it's a holiday. It was, it's the best holiday ever when you're a kid. And he said, I'm going to take half of Chloe's candy tonight and give it to some kid who sat at home. It's never too early to teach her about socialism. That just fell flat, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So. Thank you, Don Jr. Well, especially, you know, the guy who's standing over dead elephants and lions and stuff. That's so sad. That's not. As I've gotten older, I don't want to see. And I understand that's that's the group that you grew up with, and that was like a part of the the rite of uh, passage or whatever, and that's what everybody did when they had way too much money was they went to Africa and saw it as a game preserve for them, for rich people, and I totally understand that. But you got to remember that when you're running, when your dad's running for president, you're in a... In a different market now. It is. It is the most wonderful time. <laughs> come see famed. <laughs> come see famed political comic Will Durst as he does his big fat year in kiss off comedy shows all around the Bay, December twenty sixth through January seventh. Um, bounce around from Alameda, Pleasanton, Nevada. You can find out more about the shows at willdurst.com. Willdurst.com. It's easier on Facebook. Just search Big Fat Year Kiss Off. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. What a year, what a year. Donald Trump Jr., Russian Probe, Sean Spicer, Anthony Scaramucci, President Feuds with North Korea. That, that would end the opioid crisis in America. <laughs> a nice nuclear blast. <laughs> yeah, I keep... Uh, every day without a mushroom cloud is a victory. So we have sitting in with us today Will Durst That's and me. Tony Mendez. He's Hello. in here as well. You can find Will Durst at willdurst.com. He's going to be touring the Bay Area with 12 cities 13 shows december 26th through january 7th ending at cobb's comedy club in san francisco on january 7th and we're taping that show what are you taping it for uh, we're gonna uh, make a dvd out of it and then sell it at next year's shows okay yeah now you are a bay area legend in my mind um, mm-hmm. i've known you for 
Not As known are you. you. I am. One of the top ten financial uh, webcasts, uh, uh, according, podcast. to, podcast, podcast. according to U.S. News and World Report. You've heard. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of a big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's, like, in a midget basketball league, I'm the five-foot-tall guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a midget, technically. You're four-foot-ten. Do they call them midgets? I don't know. I don't know. But I, uh, Dwarfs? Is that, dwarf? If I had okay. all the money in the world, I would start my own basketball league. And I would play only against five, people who are five foot because I'm six foot two. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my fantasy. What's your fantasy, Well, My fantasy? Yes. Um, I don't know. You have to have something. When I go on vacation, you know what I do is I sit poolside and I have waitresses bring me cold beer while I read mystery novels. To me, that's a vacation. I'm not the repelled on the inside of an active volcano kind of a guy anymore. No, I don't think any of us are. No. Just to read a new mystery novel, that's, that's to enter a world, you know, a new James Lee Burke large print mystery. You know, I mean, that's that's to me, that's, yeah. This is one of my favorite shows of the year because I get to bring you in and I get to kind of like not be the financial guy for two hours. But you get to be the funny guy. You wrote jokes last night. I, yeah, I did. Yeah. So, funny them, jokes. Some of them better than funny others. Funny jokes. No, wait, no. wait, wait till you see number three on your list. <laughs> Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller was appointed in the middle of May. Yeah. Um, which means in four short months, Donald Trump went from zero to Nixon. That's your joke. That's my joke. But uh, what do you think about the What's whole your Mueller joke? thing? Um let me weave it in. See, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. You can't, you can't, just, yeah, you can't billboard it. It's, it's got to be part of the conversation. So Robert Mueller, uh, his investigation goes on, and people are calling for him to, of course, get out. That he should be fired because there's corruption and all sorts of stuff. Trump is actually considering firing Robert Mueller as special counsel because oh, really? he, he hated Ferris Bueller, and his name sounds too much like it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that kind of that kind of works because it kind of plays in the whole Bueller. Anybody? It kind of works. It plays in that whole world. <laughs> I thought that was better to lead with that one versus just to be on the safe side. Can someone check to make sure that Robert Mueller is not wearing a mask and he's really Vladimir Putin? Ooh, that's good. Mm, yeah. And a Robert Mueller mask? No, yeah. no. It's kind of the Scooby Doo. The bad guy's always got the yeah. mask that gets pulled off. The reason that uh, Trump Trump gave eight different reasons why he fired uh, James Comey. One, Rod Rosenstein told him to. Two, uh, he had lost respect to the FBI rank and file. Three, this Russia investigation. Four, he chews with his mouth open. Five, he has freakishly large hands. It makes me mildly nauseous. Mildly nauseous. Yeah, that's what the T-shirt says. Uh Um, I have no clue what the mildly nauseous (laughs) comment is. Six, he... Oh, is that is that what he said? That's what Comey said when he when he realized that he might have affected the election um, with his uh, Hillary thing ten days before. Mike, can you pull that clip of uh, Trump saying the United States? This is my favorite sounder of the year. This this was last week. Last week, when Donald Trump's wrapping up a speech and he says, "God bless the United States," Um, and then suddenly he can't say the word states. And people are now assuming that he has got dentures that were slipping. We live in a world where we're all sitting around going, what's up with the president? What's up with <laughs> Why can't he talk anymore? The United States. That's a real sounder. Do the United States. Oh, wow. I just had that one part. Is that not upsetting? Oh, wow. Oh. That's almost stroke. Exactly. Of, yeah. Which, for the record, 
I'm really, really glad that um, with the end of the year, um, who was the guy who did the countdown? Dick Clark. Dick Clark. I'm really happy that he's finally dead. <laughs> and he, he's dead for real. Because I want to enjoy my, I want to enjoy my countdown. And when he had the stroke and he, he's like, I'm not leaving air. This is my Dick Clark. No, Ryan Seacrest was being honorable and giving him his moment. And it Wait, was he's uncomfortable. Gone, now, part of me likes that on television. Like, I think we should have, you know, people, more disabled people, more disabled people having conversations because it's entertaining and it makes me feel better about myself to see other people who are struggling, say, in the United States. But I'm happy that Clark is dead. So uh, with what that, no matter with you. <laughs> happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> How about the president feuding? Are, with? Aren't there enough poor houses? Can't. <laughs> Then they should die and decrease the surplus population. Thank you, Ebenezer. Favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Which one? Scrooge. Which one? That's um, the money in you, Rob, saying that. Yeah. When, when, Alistair Sim, 51? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're going back all, old school. And like he's an old guy. He has money. He makes his employees work on Christmas. He doesn't give money to disabled people. And then at the end of the movie, it just it goes to crap. It just goes to crap. <laughs> He throws coins down at kids and says, go buy me a turkey and like, God bless you. And like, you mean the one in the window, the one as big as me? Wise boy, clever boy. How do you pull that stuff out? I get that. I got some, some twist in my head, but geez. Okay. President feuding with uh, the NFL. You put out a list. It's at Wilders.com. It's Wilders.com. It's top 10 stories of the year. Top 10 comedic, comedic news stories. stories of the year. Yeah. And number two was, uh, yeah, the, the NFL thing, because everybody jumped in there. Remember the weekend where he tweeted 24 times about uh, the NFL not standing for the national anthem? And not once about Puerto Rico getting hit with a second hurricane. He he got mad at Puerto Rico, for crumb's sake, because uh, most islands are happy with one hurricane you know you're costing us money puerto rico i'm a little bit sad about puerto rico and all the hurricanes this has been a bad year for yeah. disasters yeah, yeah. if you know anyone who works in disaster relief it's been a tough tough year i inherited a uh, mess a, it's a mess. Mess. mess it's a mess so i don't really have any funny jokes on um donald trump so as well, far as the well, I get, nfl well, goes i get one on the weather tell me uh the fact that this year, hurricanes, earthquakes, wildfires, floods. I mean, Mother Nature's going Rambo. I, I don't think we can rule out a Sharknado. Sharknado were part of the cast of the inauguration this year. That was the celebrities he was able to put together. Did you see Sharknado? Um, you can't not see it. <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's was, out there. This was Sharknado 4 or 5 this year. I can't remember. Doesn't really matter. Wasn't we, Trump in one? Wasn't I, he in two? I think he might have been. Beats me. I can't pay enough attention to it, but you can't get away from it either. So, um, Donald Trump's mind. People are turning off NFL games, gathering their friends and ordering pizza to watch an out of shape blowhard shuffle around like he got separated. From, yeah, it doesn't work. No, do it. No, no, no. No, you got to you got to commit to it. Where is it? No, 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 no. Th- here's the one that I kind of want to commit to: Trump on the NFL. He's got some new rules. He's got some new rules that he'd like to propose. Someone has to get sacked every five minutes, just like at the White House. Just like at the White House. <laughs> oh, oh, it works double. Yeah. Pause. When a referee overturns a call, the previous play was fake news. 
No, the first one was good. Someone gets sacked every five minutes. Broadcasters have to be from Fox and Friends. What's the fascination? You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. What's the fascination with fake news? Do you have any spin on that? No, it was something that they came up with before him, and it was in the press, and that he liked the sound of it, and he jumped on it, and he's like uh, an old dog with a new chew toy. I mean, he's just ringing the hell out of it with a ringing with a W. So you got a lot of shows coming up. Let's talk a little bit about that because we're starting to wrap up or move towards wrapping up the big yeah, fat yeah, year end of yeah, Kiss Off. Yeah. And we sold out seven out of the ten shows last year. And this year we're doing three more shows be- just because of the way the weekend, the calendar works out. But I think we're going to sell out a lot. So go to Wilders.com or uh, Big Fat Year End on uh, Facebook and check out uh, all the gigs and come out and see us. Uh, it's a, It'll be a lot of fun. I'm not being cliche when I say this, but the holidays have turned really stressful in my life. Um, so I find comedy to be a, a great relief. Comedy and music. I was telling you during the break that I just saw the killers and Brandon Flowers when he sings. You can see him. Like, you can feel his smile. Like, I want to be that guy and I'm not that guy. And comedy puts you for two hours in that break of of, of the, the Bay Area. It why takes you out of the traffic. Why don't you offer Brandon some uh, free uh, financial advice? You know, get to meet him, have lunch with him. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go that far. He's a Mormon, and I find that fascinating that one of the world's biggest rock stars doesn't drink coffee, doesn't drink alcohol, doesn't have affairs. He's got an ugly wife with ugly kids in an ugly home, and he's totally good with it. Yeah. A gig is a gig. A gig is a gig. Well said. So speaking of gigs. <laughs> he, he dismisses you so elegantly, doesn't he? <laughs> go to Facebook. Go to Facebook. Well said. Okay. Uh, Search Big Fat Year. You put together a show, The Big Fat Year, and kiss off. Will Durst, uh, Johnny Steele, Debbie Durst, his wife, uh, Michael Bossier, uh, Mari Magalonia, uh, Arthur Gauss, who you've put me in touch with recently. He's an attorney and a comedian. This is a, is it a, an ensemble to say this? Is, is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a crew. It's a cult. It's a, it's a cohort. Find out more at willdurst.com. That's willdurst.com. We got one more comedic story of the year coming up. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. It's been a glorious year on Wall Street. Surprising to me. Will comes in every year at this time of the year. And last year, Donald Trump had just been elected. I'm like, I don't know. Like, will the market like him? Will the market not like him? And the market likes the idea of the tax plan. What happens when the tax plan doesn't? Pass this week. I think it passes. I don't think it does. This is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, I think, it, think does. it does. Oh. No, I think McCain's going to screw him if he can. I think Flake's going to screw him if he can. I think Collins is uh, is out. I think Corker is definite. No, I think Rubio has a little bit of uh, resentment. Yeah, I think they mess with him. That's I won. I won. <laughs> If it doesn't pass, I think the market goes down 10 to 20 percent quickly. Yeah. So because uh, Apple paying 21 percent tax versus 35 percent tax, Apple bringing billions and billions and billions of dollars back as would would Microsoft. Oh, yeah, they would. Why? Um, Because they can give it to shareholders and dividends and buybacks. Um, There's 200 billion dollars sitting in foreign bank accounts earning almost nothing because interest rates are not there. 
and they could boost their earnings 20%, just like that. But they're already worth a trillion dollars. Have you, you seen know? their new campus? No. Oh, have you Googled it or YouTubed it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's a beautiful campus, and it's typically, it, to me, it feels like Rome. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Coliseum? Have you seen our new Coliseum? <laughs> and that ends well, right? <laughs> well, it, you know, it lasted for a couple of millennia. Caligula brought them all down. They bring in their competitors and throw them in the middle and see what happens, right? <laughs> So uh, we who are about to die salute you. Will does 13 shows in 12 cities. And I want to name the cities ever so quickly because uh, it's important that people kind of get a sense of where, where he's going to be. December 26th in Nevada, December 27th in Pleasanton, December 28th in Alameda. He brings a whole crew of comedians with him. December 29th in Vallejo, December 30th in Walnut Creek, December 31st, San Jose, January 1st, Mill Valley. Heading north, uh, January 4th uh, in Sonoma, January 3rd, Martinez, Half Moon Bay, January 5th, uh, January 6th, one of my favorite cities to visit, Healdsburg, because it's romantic and lovely, and it's a break from the Bay Area. Then January 7th in your hometown of San Francisco. Yeah, we don't have to cross a bridge for that one. How great is it that you're a, a San Francisco native, that you've grown up in the... Yeah, not, not, Honorary uh, native. Uh, my uh, wife's a native. She was born there, so... That's fair. Yeah, yeah. And So uh, I don't think we're going to move, you know. I don't think we could sell. I mean, yeah, our house is worth, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars. But then where do you go? Vallejo? You, know? <laughs> you can't even go to Vallejo. Vallejo is 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 shooting up past the outer orbit of Neptune's third moon. So the top story of the year, President Donald Trump. Gotta be. In your Nobody words Nobody ever told me that politics was going to be so much fun. The man is single handedly done for political comedy what legalized marijuana did for Cheetos. Yeah, that's we're getting ready to get into legalized marijuana. Two weeks, sir. You yeah. excited by that? No, I don't smoke. Okay, but are you excited? I get paranoid. Okay, so, I'm one of those. I think there's like ten percent of us that get paranoid. You know, I I don't. Everybody else is having fun and waving the music out of their eyes, and I'm sitting. Oh man, I should have finished this, and I got that book, and oh my god, and you know. So I think so. It's better if I don't. I just I drink my beer. I'm good with my beer. One of my favorite things about the Bay Area is the comedians. Uh, the Bay Area has created Robin Williams. It's created Will Durst. It's created, Greg Proops, uh, Bobby D- Slayton, Dana Carvey, uh, Dana Craig, Gould. Uh, Dana Carvey used to run in my neighborhood, ah. and I, I think about that on occasion. So he was a distance runner, um, as was Greg Proops. So he's I've I've had him on the show in the past, and he's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's one of the funniest humans on the face of the planet. His voice, his delivery. So he was in a movie called Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, and they just did a Broadway production, or no, I'm sorry, a Brooklyn production with a symphony, and Danny Elfman was there, and they had Catherine O'Hara, some other guests from who were in the movie, and they did a live version. So he was just he was just doing that. I saw a picture on his Facebook. So Bill Maher referred to Donald Trump as the White Kanye. <laughs> Because he's never wrong. <laughs> is that not one of the greatest lines? And I'm not a big Bill Maher fan. I, t- he comes across as smug to me, which is kind of interesting because I can judge your profession. And you probably look at my profession of finance and you're probably like, that guy's oily. It, I don't like smug. But you like th- that guy on HBO. Yeah, I think his line is fantastic. Yeah. It's the white Kanye. I do wrong. Think- 
<laughs> I think the great th- greatest thing about uh, Donald Trump is that uh, he's he, he made Obama look great. See that those are the bright sides of the Donald Trump experience. The Alec Baldwin Full Employment Act. And uh, the fact that uh, uh, George W. Bush is guaranteed to move up a notch in presidential historical Which rankings. is a very good thing. Yeah. Which is a very, very good a thing. A very, very good thing. The most surprising thing to me about Donald Trump is that he had a career before being president, and people bought his book as if he was smart. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. He, owned, he had $916 million losses in his casinos in Atlantic City. And if Tony and I go to Vegas— the house always wins. How do you own a casino and go broke three times? How do you break a perpetual money machine three times? Yeah. And remember, he had those huge fights with Merv Griffin. In Did he? Atlantic I remember City. that. Atlantic City, yeah. There was over one casino, and I can't remember which one it was. Merv Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. So Donald Trump, he's got to be the story of the year. I can't believe he wasn't uh, Times uh, Man of the Year. Neither does he. <laughs> I'm so glad it didn't happen. That, that was kind of cute, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's, they called me, and times no, time couldn't no, say quick enough. No, we didn't. No, call him. No. So. <laughs> he just makes stuff up. The Boy Scouts thank me for the best speech. We'd never call them. We'd never. <laughs> he just makes stuff up. It's a hundred and thirty percent true. <laughs> He's approaching this totally different. Another thing is uh, maple leaf patches to be sh- sewn on the backpacks traveling overseas have skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. I did that back in the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s when I traveled in Europe. So um, I practice all my Canadian. Take off, you hoser. <laughs> Good day. Eh? Um, that's when Reagan. Reagan was kind of a hated president as well because he was considered the cowboy who would bomb places pretty quickly. So Not George H.W., but Take George W. Off. Take you off. hosers. So I practiced my Canadian. So we got about 30 seconds left. Plug away. Hey, uh, happy, uh, happy 2017. Glad it's over. Uh, maybe next year will be better. Thanks so much for having me on your little show. And uh, we'll see you at my the, little show. the big my little show. kiss off comedy show XXV. People can find a copy of the show at my Facebook page. You can find Will Durst at willdurst.com. You can search for his big fat year in kiss off by searching big fat year at facebook.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.